Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. The Weird Mountain Gals. Ring, 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 about 10 feet apart. About 10 feet apart, and yes, I think we must always do the ring, ring, ring from here on out. Because that's just how we should do that. Right. For sure. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh. So, how are you doing? I am tired. Um, you know, October is a hard month if you're a farmer and a witch and all those things that I am, so... I could I could use about three days on the beach uh, with a drink and a, like a thing that looks like a coconut. Yeah. Maybe with like a little tiny umbrella <laughs> and uh, and some Cabana Boys just for the visual effect. Oh, the visual effect. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say just because you didn't want to get up, they could run and. Well, uh, well, yes, of course, but <laughs> but mostly I just wouldn't want to get up and I would be like, oh, excuse me, handsome young cabana boy, would you bring me another one of them coconuts with a little umbrella in it? Because I love that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, you know, you may uh, say that. You talk a big game. I do. But I don't actually think that you could sit still for three days. Gosh, I'd love to, I'd love to try it. But now, you know, now I'm cleaning my house. Now the big house cleaning, clean out has begun. Oh. Because I went through, I think I mentioned it, uh, gosh, a couple months back, I was going through all my clothes. Well, by golly, Jock, I went through all my clothes. Now I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. I still need like one more chest of drawers to hold them all, but for right now, I'm good. And now I've got to just, i got to get through papers. i got to just de-junk the place. It'll make you feel better. It does. Or, yeah. It makes you feel a hundred percent better. I get that. I do. Well, and plus it's been it's been kind of a on top of it being October, it was also an election. Mm-hmm. Which by the time we're playing this out in public, by the time this podcast comes out, there may be an election that is over with. We may know. We might know, yeah. But what I know right now, I can just tell you, is that we're all freaking tired of it. We're tired, just tired. We are plumb wore out. Yeah. I had a funny, um, I'm going to call it a fantasy because that makes it sound so titillating. <laughs> but I had a fantasy the other day. My friend Melissa was talking about how tired she was about a big old room the size of a gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And everybody had their own little bed and uh-huh. nightstand and a little rug. And there was like some soft music, like quiet noise playing. And down in one end, there was like a kitchen, so you could have a cup of tea. Uh. And we were just all there. And some people were sleeping, some people were resting, some people were reading. We were just all there, just being quiet. Wow. Shh, quiet, quiet. 
Do you have a place in your mind that you go to that is the same place through the years kind of thing? Do you have a recurring daydream uh, place that you get away to? I, I do. Um, I have a couple of places like that, but I don't have any place I go where I rest. Huh. You know, I'll go, like there's this place that I grew up with, up on the mountain where I grew up, and I, in my mind I go there all the time. And, but I do magic up there, and I just stand up there and kind of look at the world because it's up on top of a big outcrop in the rocks. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't have any place I go to where I just rest. <laughs> I just put my feet up. I don't know. I don't. Isn't that awful? Uh, no, it's not. It's just, the, it's just the way you live. You are always going. I, feel, I think I need to put me a hammock out here on Weird Mountain somewhere. You should. This is a good just, time to do it. Yeah, just kind of lay back and watch the leaves fall. Oh, yeah. Oh, get, you yes. a, get you a big old blanket and get under it, you know, on the chilly days. I tell you, <laughs> these, these days like this, it's funny that you brought up the beach because I actually do think about the beach in this weather. Me too. Yeah, yeah. this is my favorite time to be at the beach. The, most of the tourists are gone and because, you know, I burn just thinking about getting out in the sun, so I spend my time in the afternoon and the evening on the beach. And this is, uh, you know, there's usually a couple of meteor showers and all yeah. that. I love the beach this time of year. I really do. I do, too, because I'm not a person who likes to lay out at the beach like you. Yeah. You know, we, are, we are very, very pale yeah. people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, I like it when I just wander the beach and pick up shells. Mm -hmm. I mean, these shells all over this little farmhouse. From me going to the beach, going to Florida for a conference or something, coming back with a sack full of little shells. Have you ever taken an afternoon and just sat on the beach with a book? Yes. You have? Yes. Well, not the whole afternoon, no. <laughs> but I have this funny little camp chair that has like a little, uh, uh, has like a little roof on it. Yeah. It's like a Surrey with French on top. Yes. You know? And so I have that for going to the beach and I can just keep turning it. So that I never have the sun on me. <laughs> yeah. I have <laughs> a really pop-up. Yeah, I have one of those you just do fling it and it pops right up. Oh, nice. Oh, it's great until you need to get out of it and it just blows away. So, <laughs> so but I'll tell you, it is nice. Oh, here we're thinking about the beach. Uh-huh. I used to go every year except once every four years I wouldn't go. Honest at that exact week, the first week of November, because of the elections. Yeah. And yeah. so this would be a year that I wouldn't go. And honestly, although if we still had the beach, the place at the beach, I probably would go if I could muster up the energy to drive. I'd be like, "Get me away! I've got to go somewhere and be alone." Oh God, that energy thing though, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, when the when we had that cold weather this past weekend. My car does what all cars do, is that the pressure, I lost pressure in my tires. Yeah. So the little tiny light came on and said, oh. you have low tire pressure. Well, I just take it to the oil change place, uh -huh. and they pump it up. I don't even have to get out. Yeah. It's a damn thing to figure out how many <laughs> pounds yeah. of air is in it. I just go there, and I go, would you just plump up my tires? And some handsome young person will go, why, yes, ma'am, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> But I could not get my lazy behind in the car <laughs> to drive five minutes from my house. Five minutes. Wow. And just say, would you do? I would be like, oh, I'd do that tomorrow. <laughs> well, today I've got to do 
All at a desk. See, that's uh, that makes me tired. All at a desk. Yes. Yeah, I like getting out and doing things, but when I'm, you know, project, project, projects, it's all at a desk. I uh, get up from it, and I'm just, just all stove up. But, you know, speaking about this time of year and traveling and the election and fatigue, I have sort of been thinking a little bit about the way that it used to be in election years. You mean when they closed the liquor stores? And- <laughs> They did, didn't they? Is that true? I was a kid. Well, I was in the dry county. I don't remember it personally, (laughs) but I believe it used to be they closed the liquor stores (laughs) so people couldn't bribe you to vote. Oh man, drink a liquor. I was in the dry county, so it wouldn't matter. matter. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I was just thinking of the honor that went along with being a volunteer at the polls. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking about how proud people used to be to do that and they would volunteer to do it and it was a duty to do it you know we all had our jobs on election week and election day in my family so my job was to take care of the kids so everybody could go vote yep huh well you know my family worked the polls yeah and uh they really did every single year even if my grandfather wasn't running although i can't remember in the years that he wasn't running, you know. Um, but they always worked the polls. And so one of them would work over here, one of them would work over here. And some of them would count. And they all had it in common. And they'd talk about it. And so kids pick up everything. Yeah, that's true. And I remember very plainly hearing them talk about, uh, you know, what they were going to wear. It was such a big deal. Well, and you got dressed up. I mean, like church clothes yes. dressed up. You wouldn't, yes, you, you did. wouldn't go otherwise. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you did. And when I got old enough to actually not have to watch the kids, uh, at that point, I, I was expected to go and do some volunteering at the polls. You know, so that was just, uh, as my family, though. But yeah. honestly, there was a lot of integrity involved that at least it it seemed like it was more of a sacred thing that everybody did and they all had you know political opposites doppelgangers and stuff but never went there well but and also there was also the sense that that was your noble opponent right right you know, thank you that's that they good voted that. differently but they were no less american citizens mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. and they had the republic at heart the good of the republic at heart they just had a political disagreement about how we were going to get to the very best. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. exactly what it seemed like. And maybe I was just young and innocent, well, but it really did seem that way. It, I, it was that way, I think. Now, it could be because when I was coming up, and probably when you were too, we took these classes in school called uh, citizenship classes or civics classes. Civics. And they would teach us, you know, the forms of government and why we have two of this and four of that and every four years this and every two years that. So we learned we learned the machinery of the kind of government we had. Mm-hmm. And we learned that in order to keep that kind of government really running properly, that citizens had to be involved. Yeah. You know, if you could run for office like your mm-hmm. grandpa did, mm-hmm. Then you did that. If you that's not something you were cut out for, then you worked the polls, or maybe right. you did some phone calls, or you walked mm-hmm. around talked to your neighbors. I mean, people were more involved because 
they felt invested in how the government ran. Right. And that they had that they had not only a, an obligation and a responsibility, but that the government listened to them. Mm -hmm. But we we just not in that place right now. No, maybe never again, but maybe soon, who knows, who knows. Well there's a there's a lot to do to keep to keep a democratic republic on an even keel. And right now we are dealing with things that, that our country did before it was a country and as it was a country, things historical oppressions, historical hatreds that we are dealing with now. Yeah. And that's good. And also mass media, mass media, mass communications, social media, this instant knowledge that we have, whereas before at least it had to go through two or three sets of ears before mm -hmm. it got to you. It yes. might take two or three days, yeah. you know, and now for the gossip to get there. And now we're just <laughs> inundated with, you know, information, so much information. And I have to say, I think that as a country, we are a little bit lazier in certain things. We are. You know, so. Well, there is an expectation on at least one side of the political scoreboard that if we just elect the right people, they're going to fix everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be able to sit at home at night and watch Dancing with the Stars, or I'm going to be able to sit on social media all day and make my opinion known, but I'm not going to have to get out in the street and clean up trash or talk to my neighbor that I disagree with. I don't have to do any, I don't have to make any effort because I don't have any responsibility. Right, because it's all going to be taken care of. Right, somebody's going to take, I'm going to elect somebody who's going to take care of that the right way. Well, we've seen how that's worked since, <laughs> uh, let's just say, the Nixon administration. We've seen how good that's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lordy, oh, politics. But yes, I remember when it used to be, it was a big deal. Oh, yeah, and they would yeah. wear the straw hats, and they would, you know, all kinds of stuff. Do you remember the old voting booths? Were they ever booths for you? I'm just remembering that. Uh, yes, where there was a curtain. You yes. went in and you pulled the curtain. Yeah, I do remember mm -hmm. that. And then they Golly. switched them over to the tabletop ones yep. that were in a big, giant briefcase. Yes. And they'd open that up, and they'd have some some curtains around it and yep. all that. Well, that's the kind that I vote at now. Oh. You get a paper ballot and you go on this, it's like a tall folding table with a, with three sides are covered, but not the back, so there's not a curtain. Huh. But yeah, I haven't gone to with the curtains in years. <laughs> well, they have, it, they have them set out so that nobody's behind you. Yep. But frankly, I don't care if anybody knows how I vote these days. It's like, yep, that's how I voted. <laughs> If you want to know, just ask me. I might tell you. That's right. Oh, golly, the best thing about an election being over is I don't have to hear any more of those ads on TV or the radio <laughs> or the phone calls and texts I get like 10, 15 times a day. I told somebody yesterday that I never thought I'd be happy to hear a car commercial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw a cute commercial though. Um, I guess it was yesterday. Yesterday was election day, wasn't it? it was. Lord have Was that only yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. And it was this adorable commercial with a, a little donkey and a little uh, elephant. And they were going to eat Oreos. And they're like little oh. stuffed animals. So they first had to fight over who's going to open up the casing with the milk out. But then they ended up eating Oreos. And I thought, okay, oh. that's good. <laughs> Everybody just have some Oreos. 
and calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah, we're going to be all right. Or we won't, you know. We, we got a world of problems to fix. That's all there is to yeah. it. And we can fix them if we set our minds to fix them and quit fussing at each other and just get on with it. Everybody yeah. wants water that they can drink and air that they can breathe. We just figure out how we get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds so simple. Well, it would be if people in charge weren't getting a whole bunch of kickback money mm-hmm. from other people. And I think we need to make... I think we need to make being decent, speaking in a polite, decent way to each other, needs to come back a little bit. I'm not saying people can't speak their mind. I've seen some petty <laughs> lately. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, it, we're better than that, or we could be better than that. So much of it comes out of this weird fear of losing something you have. And you know, for a whole lot of poor people, they ain't got nothing anyway. Right. And the idea that they're going to lose what little bit they've got, it scares the pants off of them. Fear-based thinking. Yep. And it's just, uh, it's just a hard thing. It's going to be a hard thing to fix. It's going to be a hard thing to, uh, to remember that it's a, we have a good form of government. We just need to figure out how to make it work so that it works for everybody. Right. And it doesn't just work for that top few percent. Yep. I agree with you. I totally do. So you know one of the more popular podcasts that we did had something to do with the costumes that, you know, we were talking about costumes when we were kids, you know, and somebody asked me if I'd ever seen anybody dressed like Santa Claus for Halloween. I was like, have you? you? Not that I know of. Is that a thing? I don't, I can't remember ever seeing that. I can't remember that either. And I was thinking about that. It made me think about that Christmas movie, you know, You'll Shoot Your Eye Out Kid movie. Oh, yeah. And they had <laughs> Santa Claus, but he was in a parade with the Wizard of Oz. And I was like, what? I don't How quite funny. get that. Did you Have you ever seen that that's movie? The, that's the Christmas story movie? The Christmas story. Golly, I was in, I was in Cleveland last year, and um, I went with Elisa Wagner. And she had to see that house because it's a museum. <laughs> you know, it's all about the uh, show and there's a gift shop and all this stuff. It's her favorite movie in the world. Oh, wow. And I know, I've never seen it all the oh. way through. But it was fun. It's a really cool house and we had a really good time. But yeah. Um, Do you have a favorite Christmas or holiday kind of movie? Show? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, does the Nightmare Before Christmas, does that count? It's got the word Christmas in it, so like yeah. Halloween, but also a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, there used to be a, a British thing, a Child's Christmas in Wales. Oh. And I loved that. It was like a BBC thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I love all the Christmas carols, you mm-hmm. know, all the different Christmas carol movies. The, I like the one with Patrick Stewart the best. Yes. That's my all-time favorite. Although I do like the other, the older one. Yeah. I like yeah. that one, too. And there's a mu- musical version called Scrooge that has Albert Finney in it. Oh, yeah. As Scrooge. And um, a man that I've worked with in Dallas is in that. So oh. I always like to watch that. And Tom Rogers is his Oh, name. okay. And he plays the guy that does the dance on top of the coffin, um. on top of Scrooge's coffin. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Anyway, uh, I always like to watch that to see him. He was a nice man. <laughs> Says the gal who doesn't like musicals. I know. I really don't. Like, <laughs> though, 
there are some musicals I like okay, or I like the music from it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I, I love the music from Cats, and I know that makes me look like a sap, but I like that music. It does not make you oh, look like does. a sap. No, it doesn't. Oh, golly. I, you know, the only person who would judge you for that, it doesn't even deserve your attention. Oh, are you kidding? I mean, people like what they like with right music. Right now, people listening to this are going, oh my God, Well, she likes cats. How much cocaine did she do in the 1980s? No, no, they're saying, well, I kind of like cats, too. <laughs> but I would never. <laughs> I'd never admit it. That's exactly right. On national right. radio. That's <laughs> Well, I used to like to go to New York around Christmas and do uh, the Broadway thing yeah, and the Rockettes and Radio City yeah. and all of that stuff. I did it a few times in the shopping, which I never really was a shopper, but I'd like to go. I liked to go to the windows. Yeah, and what was that great big toy store? FAO Schwartz. Schwartz. Yes. Yeah, FAO Schwartz. And oh, I always would nice. stay because I could get, I traveled cheaply. Uh, as, a, as a hospitality person, I got to travel very cheap. Nice. And I would stay right there in Times Square at the big Marriott, you know, oh. all of that. Oh, I love that. You know what we did? But we would take the, the 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 room mattress off the bed and push it right up against the window on the floor there uh -huh. and sleep that way with our head against the windows. Oh. It was wild. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm a rube from Western North oh, Carolina. No, and I when I was beautiful. 118 stories up, looking down was cool yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Feeling the building sway. <laughs> yeah. And then being so glad to get out of that. Yeah. I always felt yeah. slightly at in danger in big cities simply because there's no quick exit. <laughs> I mean, what if it flooded or an uh, earthquake or something? You know, that always bothered me. <laughs> All those disaster movies in big cities. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's true, though, isn't it? Yeah, if it's a big city, but it's flat and it's sprawled out, it doesn't have so many big buildings and stuff, I'm actually okay with it. I'm usually fine when I go to Atlanta. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm fine at those places, too, but it would always occur to me of, oh, well, if something big happened, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you saw too many King Kong movies when you were a kid. I have never seen one to this day. <laughs> I have never seen King Kong I just am a country person, is what yeah, it is. But I love the energy of a big city. I love it. Um, I lived in Dallas when I was doing my graduate work, and you know, we spent a lot of time in, in New York. I lived in London for a little while. Mm. I love the energy of big cities, but that is always predicated on my ability to get out of a big city and go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Do you find that you just have to get away ever so often? When you're in a big city, like when you were staying in a big city, did you just have a day where you were like, i got to get to the country? Well, or I would always find parks to go into. Like um, oh, yeah. there was a little park at Turtle Creek in Dallas that I walked through several times a day, going back and forth to my apartment. Gotcha. And, um, and to be in, you know, feet on soil, looking at trees, seeing some green was good. And of course, London is full of great big parks. I'm so sure. So there were always parks to go hang out in. But the parks, even the parks feel, they're so different. It's, for instance, the well, wildlife. It's not, it's not wild. It's not it's wild. Not like being up on the mountain here and yeah. seeing who knows what kind of critters. Oh, there have been a lot of bear around here yeah. lately, a lot, that I'm aware of anyway. So it's, it's that time of year. It is. Our yard man fixed the trash can with this 
special bear repellent kind of <laughs> rope thingy. I don't know. I can't explain it. And does he take that off when he puts the trash out? Yes. No. Yes. So. Well, supposedly, the city of Asheville has these bear-proof garbage cans. And I don't know if they actually have them or you can order one. And a friend of mine is the one who does that, so I'm going to contact her and see about those. Yeah, find out what I the deal is. I can't imagine anything bear-proof, though. They are very strong. Thus far, that whatever that thing is has been, you know, thus far. But anyway. <laughs> well, Gomez the Yard Man is a very, very clever man. And he figures out lots of stuff. I just see his, it's like the little wheels are spinning in his head. <laughs> and you know he's working through it. And the minute he's going to have that problem, bam, solved. <laughs> well, that's good. That's, that's the way it works. ought to be. That's why he's the yard man. <laughs> that's right. That's and right. also because he's a really nice voice. Is that why he's the yard man? No. That's why, <laughs> that's why we keep him around. He's the yard man. He's the handyman. He has a very nice voice. You know, he, he snuck in. He snuck in and he outroed the the podcast. I love it. I he introed and outroed the podcast. I thought it was He's pretty funny. He's having fun. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who brought up the sheep, not me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Where the men are tough and the sheep are scared. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Gomez the Yardman. I wanted to break in here for a moment to let you know how much the gals have been enjoying your feedback. It really makes their day. I want to encourage you to continue to send in your stories, questions, comments, and thoughts. You can psychically send them if you know how to do that, or just use social media. <sighs> Muggles. W-Y-R-D. Radio.